Good evening and welcome to It's Your Voice. I'm Dr. Nuruddin. As always, we're indebted to the Divine Supreme Being for an opportunity to address you. Quite naturally, we're praying that you're going to stay with us for the next few minutes. We want to share something about you, your cardiovascular system, the importance of exercise today, um, with hopes that you can walk away with something that you will use immediately in your life. For certainly, much of these ideas and concepts relevant to your health will certainly improve the quality of your life if you will put them into practice. And your cardiovascular system is just one out of 11 systems, some say 12, 11 systems in the body that is critical for you to have good health. There's so many things that's predicated on good circulation. Circulation is life. And when blood is not circulating in the body the way that it should, because the body is just not vigorously exercised as it should, or anemia has set in, uh, you just don't have enough iron in the system working to make sure that you're producing red blood cells, this becomes a problem for us as, as mortals, as humans. So I want to talk to you about the importance of getting out. The weather's changing. Just going out and starting walking, you know, will help you out tremendously uh, to work vigorously your cardiovascular system. Certainly right now, if you can get into the gym or you've got a, you got, you know, equipment at the house that maybe you haven't used in a while, start using that equipment. You know, bring that equipment into, into view, start using it uh, so that you can get the most out of it, the best out of it. Uh, because believe me, it will help preserve your life. Right? That's what you bought it for in the very, very beginning. <laughs> you bought it to use it. So I'm just saying to you, for those of you who are not using it, Today is the day to pull it out. Today is the day for you to start using it so that you can start exercising, so you can start improving circulation in your body, so that your cardiovascular system works the way that it should. It is important that you, that you get more oxygen into the system. And this is what exercise does for you. It brings more oxygen into the system. Once you bring more oxygen into the system, you can't imagine uh, what it starts to do to help you deal with problems that you could be having from bacteria, yeast, fungal forms, uh, so many different things start to happen when you bring more oxygen into the system. And this is what the cardiovascular system would do, the vascular system itself, the beating of your heart, you know, and heart problems are basically number one today. The cancer's not far behind but cardiovascular uh, problems are number one. Where are they stemming from? Where are they coming from? A big portion of it's coming from the sedentary lifestyle that we have. We're just not as active as we used to be. We don't see our children out uh, in the yard playing like they used to. They're, they're on computers now. And many of us are sitting behind computers day in and day out uh, not getting out to vigorously uh, exercise the body, and it's really taking its toll on us. The mind isn't as sharp as it used to be. You just don't have that same vitality and energy that you once had. Digestion and elimination are not taking place the way 
or that they should. And once you charge up and beef up your cardiovascular system, these things start working better. Digestion and elimination. These are the two most important things that have to be taking place in your body. When they're not working the way that they're supposed to, then all types of complications just, just set in. So let's today <laughs> make a decision that you're going to get out and start walking. You only need maybe 30 minutes a day, four to five times a week. That's only 120 minutes a week to 150 minutes a week to really keep yourself in good health. Just 30 minutes a day. But if you just go out three times a week, three days a week, 30, 30 minutes for three, three days a week, those 90 minutes will help you out tremendously. I see people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. I hear of people in their 90s in the gym most every day. They're there most every time I go there. So I know it has nothing to do with the age. It all has to do with the will, the will of the person. Are you willing to subject yourself to what's necessary to, in order to keep yourself healthy? I just uh, passed a lady yesterday while I was in the gym yesterday. She just turned uh, 74. The lady that was walking with her is 70, was 76. And I mean at a very, very rapid pace. And every time we go in the gym, they're on some type of elliptical equipment or they're going to get out and start walking. When they started walking, one of them said to the other one, uh, how many are we going to do? And the other one said, we're going to do 15. Well, 10 laps around, 10 laps around. We're in the YMCA. 10 laps around is a mile. So they did a mile and a half. They had already, but I, they were already on the machine, on one of those machines, when I got in the gym. And then... After they worked that machine and they was working that machine pretty vigorously, these are these are women in their 70s. You got men in the in the gym in their 70s. But these women in their 70s, uh, after they got off those machines, then they walked another mile and a half. So look, so so it has nothing to do with how old you are. It only has to do with do you have the will to have better health? To build better health. And it, it starts where? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to start at 30 minutes. It can start at 10 minutes. It just needs to start somewhere. You used to be able to run. Some of you, some of you used to be able to run a mile. You can't run a mile now. <laughs> you don't have the vitality and the energy to run a mile now. A, a big part of that is because the cardiovascular system now is not as strong as it was, as well as your cells now are so congested with materials that have not been removed from the cells that you just don't feel like exercising. What, what, what do I mean? Let, let me give you a typical example in terms of, I mentioned to you just a minute ago, digestion and elimination are two of the most important things that have to be taking place with the body. If you're not digesting, then... That means that you, you can be consuming, uh, but food is moving straight on through the gastrointestinal tract, not being absorbed by the cells. And when that's not taking place, the nutrient value that's in the food or in the supplements are not actually reaching 
the cells themselves. So even though it's good stuff, some of you, you're going out, you're spending good money buying supplements, you're buying good foods, you're eating organic foods, uh, you're trying to eat as well as you possibly can, you're trying to stay away from those things that you know that are harmful for you, but the digestion isn't taking place. If you're not taking digestive enzymes along with your meals, that's, a, that's an issue that you need to stop and think about. Because we all need to be taking, particularly as we age, we need to be taking digestive enzymes along with our meals in order for us to get the most out of the food, the value out of the food that we're consuming. So let me paint this picture for you. I said you used to be able to walk a mile. You used to be able to run a mile. You used to be able to do these things because you had the vitality and energy to do that. The cells were clean. Your arteries was clean. The vascular system was clean. Many of you, you were working out regularly. You know, you just had the drive and the will to work out regularly. But then as time went on, you were eating, uh, but food start to accumulate in the cellular structure. The way the body is situated, once food uh, comes into the gastrointestinal tract, then it moves through uh, down the esophagus, down into the stomach, from the stomach into the small intestines, then into the large intestines, then ultimately out of the anal cavity. It's 26 feet of what we call alimentary canal there. It's the alimentary canal. When it gets, when the food gets into the small intestines, it's picked up by the portal vein. This portal vein actually carries it to the liver. The liver, as we all know, is a filter. It's filtering the blood. Ultimately, everything is going to end up in the blood. It's going to end up in the blood. The blood is going to carry it to the cells. So over time, what happened as we slowed down, we stopped exercising, uh, weren't taking digestive enzymes, the metabolic enzymes started to decrease in terms of their productivity because as the body ages, these metabolic enzymes, they start to decrease. So now digestion isn't taking place as it once did. As digestion slows down, elimination slows down. These two go together. When elimination slows down, now that waste material that should be moving out of the cell, after the cell burns it or metabolizes it, is not taking place. So now this waste material is accumulating in the cells, accumulating, accumulating year after year, decade after decade, score after score. It's building up in the system because digestion and elimination were not taking place the way that they were supposed to. So now you have this waste material in the cell. So now you're starting to feel sluggish now. You don't have that same vitality and that energy. Why? Because you got this waste material built up in the cells. Let's look at it from another perspective. I want to give you a, a furnace that's attached to a train engine. This is the furnace that's attached to the engine of the train. The furnace is clean. Never burned anything before. 
we're going to put coal into this furnace. So we throw coal into the furnace. The furnace is clean. We're going to set the coal on fire. As the fire uh, gets hotter, the train starts moving. And the hotter it gets, the faster that train will go. The more oxygen you give to it, you got to give oxygen to it. Now, if there's not enough oxygen in there, that coal is not going to burn. There can be no fire without oxygen. So, so the coal burns, and it leaves an ash. As it leaves this ash in the furnace, if you throw new coal in before you clean out that ash, then the new coal is not going to burn as hot as the previous coal because of the ash that's still in the furnace, smothering the oxygen. So if you don't clean that furnace out, get rid of that ash before you're putting new stuff in, then quite naturally the furnace is not going to get as hot as it can, which means the engine is not going to run as fast as it can. And this is pretty what, what, what happens to our bodies down through time. The waste. We don't get all the waste or the ash out of the cell. But we keep putting more fuel into the cell, more fuel into the system, more food into the system. As we put more food into the system then and not clean out that ash, then it slows down. So at one time... You were able to run as fast as the train, hypothetically speaking. You had the energy to run a mile, two miles, three miles. You go into the gym, you could work out pretty much all day long. You just had that vitality and that energy. But as time passed on, and, and I'm not saying, I'm not talking to you from the standpoint of aging uh, in terms of slowing you down. I'm talking to you from the standpoint of aging in terms of the body not producing metabolic enzymes the way that they used to, and now you're not cleaning out the cell as you were cl cleaning it out before. The cardiovascular system starts slowing down. You're not getting enough oxygen into the system anymore. So now, now it's difficult for you. You, 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 know, you. you should be pushing your body, your will. The will has to kick in. But the body is so sluggish, it puts a burden on the will. So now, even though sometimes you say, I know I need to get up and go out and exercise. I know I need to go to the gym. I know I need to do something, but I, I just don't have the will to do it. You don't have the will to do it. Why? Because the system is sluggish now. The cells in the blood are contaminated with putrid matter, that should have been eliminated from the system some time ago. And it keeps building up, building up, building up. Now let's look at this alimentary canal where the digestion should be taking place. This is a tube I just mentioned to you. It's 26 feet long. Starting with your mouth. Digestion starts in your mouth. Goes down the esophagus, down the throat. Past the esophagus, into the stomach. Small intestines, large intestines and then out of the anal cavity. That tube now, what happens down through time, it becomes encrusted with waste material. 
you know it's feces once it gets into the large bowel, once it gets into the large bowel, but prior to it getting into the large bowel, it's called chyme. In the small intestines, it's called chyme. Well, what is it? It's a semi-solid substance in the uh, small intestines, but what it starts to do, it starts to coat the walls of the small intestines. And if you don't have digestive enzymes, amylase, protease, lipase, to digest your fats, your carbohydrates, and your proteins, then that stuff just keeps building up, building up, building up, building up. And as it builds up, now where digestion should be taking place in that particular area, it can't take place. Absorption now, absorption and uh, assimilation of the nutrients that you're taking into the system are not having access into the cellular structure. So now, again, you don't have that same vitality and that same energy. Then as it moves out of the small bowel into the large bowel, it turns into feces. It's a solid substance now in there. But in there, as it moves through there, it builds up on the wall there. And I mean, it can become so impacted in the gastrointestinal tract. I mean, pounds, literally pounds, pounds, 30, 40 pounds of fecal matter being carried in the system, not being removed from the system. If digestion and elimination go together. If digestion doesn't take place, elimination is not going to take place. If digestion is effective, elimination will be effective. This is how the system works. So this, all of this waste starts to accumulate on the walls of the colon. But not only is it accumulating on the walls of the colon, the vascular system, it starts accumulating in the vascular system too, waste material. And so as it accumulates in the vascular system, now those arteries and those veins that used to be open, they become closed off. They're starting to become pinched off. This is why the blood pressure goes up because of the waste material that's in the vascular system. So if you're not taking something to break down that waste, to digest that waste and that material, then hypertension starts setting in. I mean, this is how it all starts. So when the cardiovascular system is troubled, particularly because we're not exercising, that's a big problem for all of us. So I appeal to you today, one of the best things that you can start doing is just go out and start walking. It will help you out tremendously. Some of you love to swim. Some of you, you, some of you love to go to the basketball court. <laughs> some of you love to, uh, to go out and run. You, that was just a part of your life, the early part of your life. You love to do it. That's still there. Your desire to do it now is not as strong as it was because your will now, your will hasn't, the will, the will uh, doesn't get weak. It's your willingness to use the will. <laughs> the will, the will, you don't have a weak will. You just don't have the desire to, to push the will and use the will. The more you use the will, the more you will be able to use the will. The more you use the will, the more the will wants to be used. And it gets easier the more you do it. 
as you slack off, then it gets more difficult for you to start again. But if you keep up the pace, once you start it and you keep the pace up, even because sometimes it's going to say to you, look, I don't want to go. I don't want to go today. I'm not going to the gym today. But you need to push yourself. Find you a partner. Get you a partner to work out with. Somebody to work out with. Work out with your wife. Work out with your husband. Work out with your children if necessary. Or find you a friend or a relative. And this, this really helps you. Because if you commit yourselves uh, to working out a certain amount of days a week, then it, it helps you because that other person knows, well, I'm supposed to work out today. And you know you're supposed to work out that day. So even though you're saying to yourself, I don't feel like doing it today, you know the other person is bent on doing it today. They're committed to doing it that day. And then they're going to have days where they don't feel like doing it. And then, but that's the day that you have to be willing to do it. So that, that helps you finding groups that you can plug into. Look, yoga, find you a yoga class that you can become a part of. Stretching exercises, breathing exercises. These all help the cardiovascular system. And believe me, you know how much better you could feel if you were out working out. I don't have to tell this to, to, to most of you. Most of you, you know how much better you'll feel. And once you start exercising your will in one area, you're able to use it in a number of other areas. Yes, it allows you, because the will is, never, the will is not weak. <laughs> the, will is, the will is the will. It's our willingness to use the will that is the issue, but it's not the will that's weak. You can't say, oh, I got a weak will. No, you don't. You don't have a weak will. Do you have the desire to use it? That's it. Do you want to use it? So now you got you to gotta put something out and say, well, this is what I need to be doing. And I want to do it. You got to set some goals for yourself. You have to set some objections for, you, uh, 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 objections for yourself. What do you want? Do you want better health? Better health has to become an object. It has to become a goal. It has to be something that you're in pursuit of. I do believe that you really have to be a little fed up with where you are if you're not where you want to go. You got to be you got to be fed up. I've had it with this. I've been tired cuz here's the other thing. If you don't work out, you're going to be tired. We think, well, if I go work out, I'm going to be tired. Well, if you don't work out, you're going to be tired. So you got to bring more oxygen into the system. And believe, look, exercise helps you, cause you to drink more water. Most of us don't drink enough water. Most of us, most every client I see, when I ask how much water you drink, most of them say, not enough. So all of us know that we should be drinking more water, but we don't. But what happens is as you go out and you start exercising, then the body starts asking for more. It starts asking for more. And then just you just have to be willing to give it to it. So the cardiovascular system is extremely important. We cannot have ultimate health 
without working the cardiovascular system. You've got to work that system vigorously. And I'm saying to you, just 120 minutes a week, 30 minutes a day for four days, 90 minutes a week, 30 minutes a day for three days. You don't have to start there. I reiterate, you can start where you want. It's your life. But here's, I think, a big help to you, and I'm going to reiterate this again. Find your partner. Find you somebody that you can work out with. And then commit you all's self to one day a week, two days a week, three days a week. Build yourself up. I, I already know most of you, you can't run a mile right now. Many of you used to be able to run a mile, but you can run a block. Well, half a block right now. Look, I see pe people in the, in the gym on crutches, on canes. Why are they there? Why are they there? Because they want better health. They're on a cane, walking. They want better health, and they're willing to pay the price to get it. So don't tell me that you can't do this. You can if you want to, but that's the only prerequisite to you getting in better health is want. That's the only prerequisite, that's the only prerequisite to having anything. <laughs> Wanting it first. If you want it, you can have it. Everything costs a price. If, if, it is, if it's good, it costs something. If it's a value, it costs something. And if it's of real value, it costs a lot. You're just not going to get good things, superior things, without having to pay for them and pay a lot for them. In many cases, only super efforts count. You have to subject yourself to some super efforts. But in the beginning, just start small. Just start small. Just say to you, write it down on paper. Oh, what you gonna do? Find you a partner. That's the other part. Find you a partner that, that will help you stay committed to what you wanna do. Uh, there's many days, look, I used to work out with, with my trainer, uh, and there were many days. We were 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock, we had to be in that gym. We was in that gym at 5 o'clock. It was a, a group of us, about five of us. We were in that gym every morning. Five days a week we were there. And there were many, and I had to get up at 4 o'clock <laughs> to be in that gym by 5. And sometimes I had to drive all the way to the other side of town, depending on where we were working out, out at. But because we were working as a group and all of us were committed to being in the gym, we all showed up. And I know there were many days, not only I didn't want to be there, but there were others that were working out with us that didn't want to be there. But we got up, got out that bed, got on the road and went to the gym. And it made all the difference in the world. Establish the habits. You got to get to the point where you, you establish the habits. You got to get that desire into the subconscious mind. Some of it's already there for you in many cases. If you, if you have been a person 
that worked out in certain parts, times of your life and you were committed and you worked out regularly, that's still there. All you got to do is just tap into it. It's still there. It just becomes difficult when you're trying to do it alone. <laughs> so find you a partner. A partner that will stay, help you stay committed to what you want. And you can do this in anything. Not just exercise. You want to build your business? Find you somebody that will help you build your business. Stay committed. You want to, you want to get stronger, stronger mentally? There are things you want to learn mentally. Many of you, you already know this. Some of you got partners that you read with every morning. You all up at you all up at five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. You're reading. Some of you, some of you, some of you are in the mosque early in the morning. Some of you, I, I was suspected go, uh, at the church early in the morning. Some of you are at the synagogue early in the morning. There's a group of you. Or either now you're virtual. You're online with one another. You're committed to being there. That same commitment to doing that, that same will to do that, that same desire that's necessary to do that can be used also for you to exercise. So working your cardiovascular system is huge. It's big. It'll give you so many benefits. It'll just improve the quality of your life. So don't stay away from, from working out, you know. Again, make it easy on yourself. Find you a partner that you can work with. Decide what you're going to do, how often you're going to do it, and then start. And then don't stop until you all decide that, okay, this is what we said we was going to do. I've had enough. You got enough. Do we start again? Do we set another goal? Do we set another objective for ourselves? What do we do? You decide what you want to do. It's up to you. You can pretty much have what you want. You just got to decide what it is and then get on the road to make it happen. Where are you right now? That's a big one. You need to know where you are. You need to know where you're going, where you want to go, and then get on the road. If you do that, leave me a big blessing will come to you. This is how it works. God will favor you. <laughs> but you got to do the work. You're not going to change your condition until you first change something. If you do that, he'll help you do the rest. It's been good talking to you. I look forward to talking to you all again the next time. This is Dr. Nuruddin. You all have a healthy and pleasant evening. Peace be unto you. Assalamu alaikum.